0: This is the Sue Freeze Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze.
1: All right, so thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show today. I am so blessed and so honored to be with you again. And you know, there is no coincidence. It's when God decides to stay anonymous. And so if you've tuned in on the show today, it's because you're supposed to be here. And we are going to be talking. I have some live guests today, and I'm very excited about that. So before we go any further, I want to tell you that today we're going to be talking about the Nehemiah Project, and it's for foster children. And I have a personal story to tell, and it's going to be very short and sweet, that when I was growing up, my mom, we had uh, foster children that would come and live at our house. And it taught me so many things, and it was such a blessing to be part of this program. I feel like my heart is already here, and I want to share it with you because there's such a blessing to be able to be a part of something that is so big and so needed, and so we're gonna de- we're gonna describe it, we're gonna explain it, and at the end we're gonna say, hey, you want to get involved? And we're hoping that something here is gonna drive you into being active and involved in something uh, that is so special and so wonderful. So, I want to introduce our guests and thank you for joining in on Facebook Live. All these people are—it's exciting to see all these people joining in with us, and I'm so excited. So, welcome. Uh, I'm going to start with Edward Edward Smith. He says, Bishop, how do you say your name? Bishop Edward Smith.
2: That's fine. <laughs> and you have the
1: most amazing radio voice. Voice is just so wonderful. And I'm going to give you a little background on uh, Bishop Edward Smith. He was born in Los Angeles, California. He is a pastor, CEO, and bishop of Zoe Christian Fellowship of Whittier. Bishop Smith is the founder of the Zoe School of Economic Development, which is responsible for establishing and encouraging many minority entrepreneurial programs, including the Nehemiah Project. Pastor Ed earned a BA in Applied Mathematics and an MBA in Marketing Finance from UCLA. His speaking ministry engagements have taken him to Japan, Puerto Rico, Guatemala, South Africa, Russia, and Brazil. Before full-time ministry, Pastor Ed worked in several marketing executive positions with companies such as General Mills, Ford Motor Company, and uh, Carnation Company. He led the first South African government-sponsored trip of black entrepreneurs to South Africa and was spotlighted by CNN headline news for his ministry involvement there. Pastor Ed is founder and board chair of the Nehemiah Project a faith-based initiative that works to build greater awareness of the challenges faced by our nation at risk and transitioning foster youth. TNP builds local networks of support while advocating for more effective and supportive policies to help this invisible community develop self-sufficiency and a resilient future. Pastor Ed has been married to Vanessa, beautiful woman. She's right here with us. Vanessa Smith since 1975 and is blessed with four wonderful children three sons, Joshua, Marcy, Eddie, and Aaron, one daughter, Naomi, and three grandsons, Joshua? Josue. Josue, sorry. Aaron, James, and Angelo?
2: Angelo. Awesome.
1: Okay, so welcome today. That was kind of long winded, but I wanted you to get a feel of this person that you're going to be hearing from and where he comes from and why he has such a vital part in this whole situation. So thank you so much for joining.
2: Thank you for having us.
1: I asked before we got on the air, I said, what is your main desire by being on the show today? Can you just uh, express what that main desire is?
2: To help people become aware of the plight of former foster youth. Uh, There's around 400,000 children in foster care throughout America. And just in LA alone, there's around 46 to 50,000 children. Every year, at least eighteen to 20,000 come out of foster care, and they have no place to go. Um, they have options, but sometimes they don't know about those options. Uh, and so they end up in sex trafficking. Uh, they get involved in drugs to try to survive. And some of them, in fact, lose their lives. So we want to help them and get involved and help them thrive in life, mm-hmm. get jobs and so forth.
1: That is so wonderful. I was on Facebook just two days ago. I knew we were going to have this show today and there was a girl with a picture with 50% on it so it grabbed my curiosity <laughs> and it said foster children uh-huh. that 50% of foster children when they reach the age of, of uh, adulthood that they become homeless within six yes. months because they just, what you said, they don't know what to do or how to do it and what not.
2: Can you imagine raising one of your children and at the age of 18, 19, 20, yeah. they have nowhere to go.
1: Right. You have to leave the house now. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah that's... And not only that is, um, I remember with the children is that there was a low self-esteem. They didn't feel like they were worthy, like, where are my parents? They they just didn't have those feelings of feeling like they mattered.
2: And really, the church plays an important part in this effort to help come really come alongside and put their arms around these children. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in our churches. But they don't come with a sign that says, I'm a former foster youth. Uh, But they're in our churches, and we start being sensitive to their needs, we can help them.
1: Absolutely. And that's what we're here for today, is we want to find if there's a way, which there is, (laughs) uh, a way to help these children that need our help. So Haley Smith is with us also. So I'm going to give you a little background on her. She was born and raised in East Texas. Haley Smith is a graduate of Baylor University and Fuller Theological. Theological Seminary with a Bachelor of Arts in Journalism and a Master of Arts in Theology and Ministry. She worked for a strategic fundraising agency for four years in Dallas and in 2012 left her home in Texas and moved to Pasadena, California, to pursue her theological education while working full-time for the Fuller Youth Institute, a research center focused on providing resources for leaders, churches, and families. Now fully converted to the beauty of the West Coast, (laughs) Haley serves as the regional representative in Los Angeles for HOPE International, a Christ-centered microfinance organization, and she'll be telling you a little bit more about that. Her role is to gather people around the mission of HOPE, which is to invest in the dreams of families experiencing poverty in undeveloped countries around the world by living out the gospel of Christ. Her passion is to see entire communities flourish through the blessing and opportunity of good work. And we want that for everybody. We do want that. That's what God wants. He created us for that purpose. And so we want to have our passions just shine bright. So thank you so much for joining us, Haley.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
1: It's going to be so much fun. Uh-oh.
3: <laughs> Lights went out for a second. Ooh. Okay. Okay.
1: And so last but not least is my good friend, Anthony Barton, who is the, he's the person that put this whole thing together along with the Lord, of course, he will give (laughs) God all the credit because that's just who Anthony is. And I am so blessed and so thankful to call Anthony my friend. And he truly is my friend. We've known each other, I don't even know how many years Um, We celebrate birthdays together. We celebrate Christmas together. And he's just a wonderful, wonderful man, and he has such a heart for God and for people. And I'm just, oh, he just touches my heart so much all the time. It's going to make me tear up a little bit. So Anthony grew up in Malibu, California, where he excelled in sports, and yes, he did, especially surfing and triathlons. A natural entrepreneur, he started a cleaning company that allowed him to work nights so he could go to college during the day. Nearly three decades later, that company has grown to be the largest cleaning company in California, specializing in food preparation facilities and the only one that has a full-service compliance division. Anthony is a member of Convene, a group of Christian CEOs who are committed to the principle. The principle is not your company. It's God's company. (laughs) Anthony is passionate about helping the disadvantaged create opportunities for themselves that allow them to help themselves their families, and their communities. One such project is the Nehemiah Project, which is bringing businesses together to create opportunities for young people who are aging out of the foster care system. Anthony have been mar- has been married to his wife, Yolanda Barton, for 23 years. She's such a delight. Hi, Yolanda. <laughs> they have three children and two dogs. And so, Anthony, thank you so much for being here and putting this all together.
4: Oh, thank you for having us.
1: It's wonderful. So we we have questions designed, and we're going to let the Holy Spirit roll because that's what the Holy Spirit does (laughs) as long as we allow Him to do that. And if you're tuning in, I just want to say thank you very much. This is the Sue Free Show. Sue Free, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. You can go there, and when you go there, you can connect with me, won't you? Please connect with me. I want to hear from you. I want to know what's going on with you. If you have any prayer requests, If you need resources, I don't have all the answers, but I do have friends, and I have resources. The biggest one, of course, is our Jesus Christ, our Heavenly Lord. So just connect with me. Would you go there? And when you go there, there is a lot you can learn. There's a lot you can get from there. You can get eight and a half years of podcast subject matter, guests, all kinds of wonderful, inspiring, encouraging messages. You also can go on to the I am's and the I am's I've talked about before, because, you know, there are people in this world that will bring you down. There are people in this world that will tell you you don't measure up, that you're unworthy, that you don't belong that you, you, you just have no value. Wonderful. But our heavenly father, he tells us something different. And so if we're going through a tough time, which we all do, you know, we we do have those ebbs and flows in life. And if you're going through a tough time and you tell yourself you're victorious in Jesus' name, because he says we are victorious, that the battle's been won, it's been fought, it's been won, and you are victorious. And I sometimes have to wake up in the morning with all the things that are going on in my head, all the stresses of work and everything that's going on, and I just have to say I'm victorious in Jesus' name. And, you know, it's amazing what happens when we do that. So I'm giving you that because that's just one of the IMs. There's three pages of IMs that I will give you free. Just go on there, press the button, print, and read those every day. And I tell you that you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind, understanding who you are in Christ. Okay? So that's just a little tidbit for you, and I'm thankful that you can get on there and get that. So Sue Freeze, we're calm So we're going to go right into... Um, How can owning your own business, for those that are listening, that you have a business and you're wondering, you know, of course you can make a difference. You make a difference with your employees, right? My employees are my ministry. You can make a difference with your employees and your customers, how you deal with them. But how can owning your own business change a community on both a local and global level? Let's just make it even bigger. Let's go a little further. Can we? So who would like to answer that question?
4: I'll start. I, I think um, in, just in a very practical way, um, you're helping with resources. And if we look at a local level, um, you know, we, we look at foster youth, for example, in Los Angeles, there's so many things we could do um, in a very practical way, um, such as helping people find jobs. Um, there's um, there's mentoring, there's leading by example. And then if we look more at a, a global level, I mean, if, if people really knew the statistics that um, are really out there. I mean, you know, more than 60% of people on the planet live on less than $10 a day. So that's a pretty, um, dramatic fact. That's not a theory. That's a fact. Um, more than 40,000 people every single day, um, die on this planet due to starvation. So even though we have, you know, all the technology and resources w- within, you know, our grasp in this, in this amazing country we live in, it's amazing to think if we step outside, um, and, and broaden our horizons, we could
2: really make a difference on the planet.
1: Thank you, Anthony. Anybody else want to join in on that? Or
2: I would say that um, the business people are really special because they tend to connect with people. They serve people. They provide things for people. And these young people, like, for example, the former foster youth, need jobs, but they need a community. And we spend so much time in our jobs that that needs to be a community, an extended family, if you would, and this is an opportunity to not only provide income but also a support system to be there. For example, when the offices are closed because it's Thanksgiving, where do they go? Are we inviting them to our homes? So we have a unique opportunity to be a blessing to them.
1: And we have to look for those opportunities. And, then they're, you know, they're not too far away. It could be your neighbor next door. It could be the person just right down the street. Just always be aware. Ask the Lord to reveal and show you those people that are in need of having a meal or having a... You know, to sit down at a table. This is so wonderful blessing. And this is the season, although every day should be the season, it is the season. So let's look. Can we do that, listeners? Can we just look for and ask the Lord to reveal to us those opportunities that are just all around us if we just pay attention just a little bit? So, Anthony, you told me not to reach out to you, but I'm I'm going to right now because I just want to ask you if you've seen the impact of, you know, the A Specialist, your company, and your clients partnering with nonprofit organizations Tell us about that.
4: Yeah, it's, it's been really uh, wonderful. I'm um, working at the Nehemiah Project and Hope International. You know, uh, what I've noticed is that people actually do want to help, but they need a platform.
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: the, the one thing that we always um, hear is, you know, I just don't have time. Mm-hmm. So what we've created is a unique platform. Um, when we end up signing contractual agreements, we integrate a portion of our, our profit. It's really profit with a purpose. And then we have our restaurant clients write a direct check to the charity um, that we support at the A Specialist. And what that does is that it kind of creates, it it flips it from thinking your way into right acting, it's more acting your way into right thinking. And then um, people get interested. And and as the nonprofits that we support um, send emails out and thank you cards and and what you're donation is, is, is done and what it provides, um, it just kind of opens up that door. God opens up that door and it kind of probes people in the direction of like, wow, me giving back and me doing business and making profit with a purpose, um, you know, r- really makes a difference.
1: I love that profit with a purpose. <laughs> that is so awesome. I love that. Thank you, Anthony. So how has your charitable involvement changed your relationship with your staff and clients?
4: it's um it's it's not a, about a p and l statement just to be very direct it's um uh, not all but some want to know more i've even had the um the luxury of of people coming to africa um with me on um, missions trips and getting involved with um, hope international and um that's just been spectacular and it's just it's just kind of a different it it, it really integrates the not just the success of our company but um, we're doing business to really, um, you know, kind of incorporate significance into our business, but, you know, ultimately our lives, because that's where we spend most of our time. So, you know, if we're spending, you know, if we do the math and we're spending um, 40 hours a week, um, some of us more at work, I mean, shouldn't we be doing that with, with a, a greater purpose than just kind of a and l statement, I say?
1: Me personally with Ecola, uh, you know, I have uh, employees that have been with me a long time and they each have a story just like all of us do. And when I think about when I first bought the company in 2000 and I was very sad that I had to, you know, take a back seat to the ministries that I was involved in in church because I really enjoyed everything I was doing. I was the um, spiritual gifts person who helped People get into where they were to serve for the church, and that's using our gifts. So I learned something there. But in doing all of that and uh, buying the company, I realized that I had to take a step back, and I was crying to my pastor because I had to do that. And at that time, I just heard this little voice. His voice isn't little, but Mm -hmm. I heard a little whisper saying, Your employees are your ministry, Sue. That we can minister no matter where we are. And as business owners, we don't have to feel bad that we make money as long as that money is going to the right place and doing the right things. So I'm for, if you're a business, you know, you need to be looking for opportunities to bless, but also help and provide a vehicle for people to um, be the best they can be. You know, and, and understand that they have worth and that they have value. And when they have a significant role in a business or uh, a ministry, it really helps feel that purpose that God created them for. And it gives them a sense of why to get up in the morning. So I feel very fortunate that even though I had to step down from my my um, service in church, that my employees have benefited and I have benefited even more by watching their growth and watching them go. And, and this is what it's about. This is what it's about is inputting into other people, looking for opportunities to help. And if we have whatever we have in our hand, we need to use. That's what Moses did. He had his cane and he used his cane. Whatever you have, use it to the best for God's glory. So, uh, When did you start to gain a vision of how you could utilize your business as a mission field?
4: Well, I I had a a friend of mine who's a trust attorney. And he actually asked a question every time he met one of his his, um, prospective clients. He said, you know, when I sit down um, with the parents, I asked him, you know, do you want to leave your your children um, a gift or do you want to leave them a legacy? Mm -hmm. And that was a really uh, profound question. you know, and I and I actually struggled for many many years. That's why I joined Convene. Um, I felt like uh, as a CEO, um, you know, we have an amazing culture at the A Specialists um, with our leadership and, and and giving back and being a really tight knit team. But we wanted to do more, and I didn't really know how to do more. So I had to kind of, <laughs> I had to be um, just go back to being very teachable. And maybe I can't I can't figure this out. So I joined a group of Christian CEOs. Um, I started um, being a little bit vulnerable and started um, trying different avenues and things. And um, I went home and um, to my to my wife and kids. And my wife and I uh, prayed on it, and we we actually developed a mission statement for for our, our household. Mm-hmm. And the mission statement was, um, you know, uh, Matthew twenty five forty of um, sitting on the right hand of the of the Lord and loving the least of these. And how do we do that? So my kids are the one that came up. Um, with, um, of us, actually we've dad, if we're going to go to the least of these, we should go to Africa. So that's how we ended up on our first mission trip around five years ago. We connected with hope international and then, um, you know, the rest is history. It's been, it's been wonderful so far. Awesome.
1: That's awesome. Haley, uh, he just gave you a, you know, a heads up there on, um, how you guys met and how you got together. Do you want to share some of that story?
3: Absolutely. Um, I just want to brag on Anthony for a few (laughs) minutes. And um, we got to know each other a couple of years ago. And um, it's such an amazing gift Anthony has of wanting to invest in people. And um, so after hearing his passion for wanting to invest in the community of Los Angeles through um, the gift of work, um, it's such a beautiful partnership with Hope International of investing in men and women and families in developing countries around the world and saying, God has created you with something wonderful to give and to do and we want to partner with you we want to give you dignity and we want to invest in who you are um so it's amazing as anthony said we took a trip last summer to see restaurant owners in Los Angeles connect with restaurant owners in Rwanda. Um, people who are taking out loans of 15 to to $100 and starting something in their homes and being able to see a chef in LA say hey I know exactly what that feels like to start a business in a restaurant and you're at the same table um, celebrating one another instead of one person being sort of a savior and the other being a receiver. You're, you're both givers, you're both receivers. Um, so it's a beautiful thing to get to celebrate and invest in people.
1: Thank you, Haley, for sharing that. That's such a wonderful gift to be able to share that time and uh, watch people just get involved.
3: Yes, it's been fun.
1: It's amazing that, you know, sometimes we just don't think that we can really make a difference. Do you ever feel like that? You're just like, oh, what can I do? Hmm. And, you know, it's amazing, but we can do whatever we can do. the, The smallest of these, we can do so much. We just need to step out of our comfort zone maybe and look for that opportunity and it's right there at your front door your back door maybe the window uh, when you step out of your house and just ask the Lord just guide me when you go to church guide me Lord where do you want me to sit today it's that simple and he will guide you you just have to be aware of listening so this is the first half of an hour show and we are going to be back right after this brief brief break Hi, this is Sue Fries, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control.
4: And I'm Tyson Fries, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants.
1: I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose.
4: I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother and E. cares for our customers like my mom cared for me.
1: We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS.
4: Or online at termitelady.com. com.
1: Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. E. termite
0: and pest control. 877 332 Bugs. me about the awesome electro gun treatments it sends electricity through the wood And you use it as part of your termite control services?
1: They're very effective. So if you are concerned with your health and are sensitive to chemicals, know that we have an array of options for termite control.
0: Don't sacrifice your health or the health of your home. Call E. cola termite pest control services now. 800-332-BUGS. 800-332-BUGS. Or termitelady.com.
1: E. cola, Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle
0: as a butterfly. Here's your host, Sue Freeze.
1: Thank you, Ecola Termite and Pest Management Services, for sponsoring this show. We couldn't do it without you. And listen, if you are an advertiser, or if you're not sure if radio is right for you, and you're a business owner and you want to see if you could get more customers or get your message out, contact me. Go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Contact me. And you know, I've been doing this a long time. I I really kind of can help you out. I just know I can. So just give me a call or connect with me, and I will help you. If you want to sponsor the Sue Free Show, thank you very much. And we'll talk about that. If it's a test market for you so you can see if this is going to work for you, I will guide you along that path, too. We do have uh, seven offices with Ecola and... Uh, this show goes from San Diego all the way up to Paso Robles on different stations. So don't think that if you're listening in San Diego or you're listening in Ventura or you're listening in Santa Maria that this does not apply. It does. We can advertise in the area, geographic area that you are in. So we can oblige. We can help you and accommodate you on that. Um, the learning to breathe book is something that I wrote when I had an accident for those that are new to the show and I was laid up for quite a while in a wheelchair, not sure what was going to happen with my leg. And now I'm walking, dancing and doing everything. It's a miracle. Thank you, God, uh, really seriously. And during that time, I wrote a book called learning to breathe. It's right here. I'll just show you learning to breathe. And it's a book about a journey with my son. He's an asthmatic. And that's part of the passion behind E.C.O.L.A. and the alternative treatment products that we offer along with traditional methods. If you have any issues with bugs, rodents, bed bugs, termites, give E.C.O.L.A. a call. (laughs) All right. And thank you for sponsoring the show, E.C.O.L.A. So we're going to get back into the show now. And here we go. So, you know, traditionally people think that supporting ministry is just about fundraising. How is this different?
2: Well, for us with the Nehemiah Project, it's all about people. And, and really, most organizations, it is about the people they serve. Mm-hmm. It's how they communicate. It oftentimes is misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Uh, money has a purpose. It helps fund the resources and the purposes of God and the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when we put how it helps people. It buys food. Uh, it provides housing, transportation, uh, provides counseling, um, That's the end. It's the end game. Mm -hmm. And so we focus on the end game. Then people can participate with their money any way they desire. But it's the end game that's most important.
1: And time is money because some of us don't have the money, but we do have time. Yes. And it's such a blessing to give more than to receive. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. So how is the importance of relationships, prayer, and knowing, really knowing what is going on in our communities and trying to help impacting you and your business? How is that happening?
2: Well, for, for us with the Nehemiah Project, um, I think about the, the commission that Jesus talks about, starting in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then also the uttermost part of the world and the earth. And I believe we can do all of it. We can do, help support missionaries who are in other countries, uh, local ministry in, in, in local areas, and in our backyard. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Nehemiah is about our backyards of America. Uh, the Young people who are invisible, people don't see, but they walk right by them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some of the homeless, many of the homeless, uh, but there are people that have dreams and aspirations. And if you saw recently a meeting with some of them, they're just so excited about the possibilities of working with the Nehemiah Project, giving them a new meaning in life, awakening the potential that's inside of them.
1: That's very exciting. And the stories. I love the stories. I love the stories. It just brings encouragement and inspiration yes. for anyone and everyone. So I, I look forward. I would love to have some of these kids oh, come wonderful. in and
2: talk. Let's do that. Uh,
1: let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, so, you know, listeners, I know, I know there's people out there going, okay, this sounds really great, and I think I might want to do something here, but I'm not sure how. So how do others get involved?
2: With the Nehemiah Project, they can contact us at NehemiahProjectLA.org. NehemiahProjectLA.org. And they can find out more about what we're about, how to get involved, uh, how to be one of our heroes, if you would, mm-hmm. and help be a part and bring solutions to these young people's lives.
1: That's great. And if you don't remember that, uh, just go to sufreeze. sufreeze spelled like fries, one word, dot .com, and I will have the podcast up, and I will have all the contact information. So if you just remember that you'll be able to reach them. Thank you. Haley, you were going to say something, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah. If you're interested, um, I love that we have this sort of balance with how to get involved on a local level and then how to get involved on an international level. Um, You can look up hopeinternational.org, and um, we take um, many vision trips every single year to countries like Rwanda and Dominican Republic and the Ukraine and China, and um, the wonderful thing about Vision Trips is you go and you actually get to meet and just see the work. It's not about coming in and saying, we have all the answers. It's about saying, um, we believe that the answers are in your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get to celebrate with business owners and um, children who are saving and churches who are saving and really get to celebrate their work. So visit hopeinternational.org Or you can reach out to me, um, Haley Smith, and my information will be on Sufri's um, website. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you, Haley. Uh So awesome. And
4: and for any businessman out there, you could reach me at Anthony com. You know, in in giving, you know, there's many ways to give. But, you know, I find it best to, um, you know, two people is better than one and being very strategic in giving so rather it be you be a service orientated business or a product orientated business there's many many ways where you could um you could give and and um and through that giving actually um you're you're sharing the gospel and um and that that's just fantastic and um, we are, we are actually uh, starting a group we're calling a bridge over troubled waters, like the famous, wonderful song by Simon <laughs> <that song>. and, <laughs> and, you know, that's what we, it really is a bridge. And, you know, I hear from business owners all the time who are people of just goodwill and great intentions, but you know, people don't know what they don't know. And once you start looking, you know, out to the least of these, rather it be locally or internationally, um, wow, it's just, it's like Pandora's box. There's so much opportunity we have um, on our good fortune that God's given us that we could give back.
1: On my note with Ecola Termite and Pest Management Services is that how we're going to get involved is by having the show today, but also we have 20 needs. Those that have listened to the show, we have 20 people that are needed uh, to join our team at the moment. And so what a wonderful win-win. I love win-wins. So okay. I'm really looking forward to uh, finding these wonderful people, male, female, doesn't matter. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they just need to have a clean driving record. And uh, we can just get them in there. We'll train them what they need to know, and we'll get them in not a job but a career. And they'll grow with us and become our part of our team and our family. Wow. And I'm really looking forward to that because we have been searching mm. for people, for two years now, um, we do, we're growing. And so we, we've been searching. So there, I'm sure there's other companies out there that are having the same difficulty of finding good people that they can join the team. So uh, we're looking forward to that opportunity. So you're going to help me with that, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. See, <laughs> with Nehemiah Project, we work with companies, not just give, transfer a person to them to begin to work for you, we want to continue to support them. Help Mm -hmm. them understand your company, your Mm -hmm. objectives, how to better serve you, support Mm -hmm. them even when they leave, when they go back, even the next day, next week, they're better. They understand. Sometimes when you're not used to working and working in a corporate environment, again, these young people came out of foster care Mm -hmm. and they weren't even exposed to the people who they live with what they do. And so this is a whole new world. Mm -hmm. And so we want to help them just be more successful Mm -hmm. long-term, not just a job, but a career and possibly one day have their own business. Mm -hmm.
1: That would be great. But For right now, I want to teach them all I can so that they can uh, do everything they need to do in order to provide for themselves and maybe, you know, for a family. You know, I'm so excited about that. I really am. (laughs) How can other entrepreneurs use or start this type of model for engaging the communities they serve to get involved in kingdom activities?
3: Yeah, so um, I know with the way we've set it up with Anthony, and Anthony's done this with multiple organizations, um, and I just think it's so smart and such an easy idea of saying, hey, you already are, um, we bill you every month for this much, what if um, for for businesses that have clients, what if instead you take $100 per month and you invest it um, in one of these three ministries? And he actually says, which one sort of draws your heart? Which one are you passionate about? Are you passionate about children? Are you passionate about investing locally? Or are you passionate about investing internationally? And um, giving the client the opportunity to sort of participate and not just be told this is what you're going to do, but um, let's do this together. And then um, the way he set up trips each year of saying, now let's go look at the work we're investing in together and expose um, ourselves, these different types of ministries and work that's happening um, all around the world. So it's a really easy model. And I think so many different businesses can do it in a really creative way.
4: Yeah. Thank you, Haley. And, you know, um, I really like that model too, because you know the key word I think for so many ministries and nonprofits, and or any business wanting to do uh, part, of, be part of corporate social responsibility, as we that's the big popular buzzword, is you know um, give them the opportunity to be strategic and really focus on their strengths and talents of what they do. So many nonprofits are so focused; they put so much time into raising capital and money. The reason why I like this idea is it really. Um, it's a sustainability model that is a monthly revenue source that they could really um, depend on, which is which is so needed.
2: And what I like about this model uh, that Anthony is involved in, it gives a business person who oftentimes is very involved in their business, uh, they may work long hours, and they may not know uh, or be aware of unique opportunities to give more. And so, with working with a person like um, Anthony able to discover unique niches have been vetted already uh, ministries that are an organization that are doing good works making a difference and it's easy and hundred dollars a month is you know for m- nice companies it's not a problem
1: mm-hmm. I know for for uh, the employees at Ecola is that whenever I bring up a, a, an idea or a suggestion on for instance let's go serve The homeless for Thanksgiving. Let's go do that. I mean, there's such a participation. And some of my employees, they're, you know, they don't have a lot, but they just love being able to participate and to be part of something bigger. And I think it just gives us all this feeling of, um, well, love. It's a love thing, but it's also just doing something that gets you out of yourself. And no matter how bad things are going, there's always somebody out there that's got it a little bit worse or maybe a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So it puts things into perspective. Yes. You're listening to the Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5. Thank you, San Diegans, for listening. Thank you, Facebook, for watching and listening. And uh, thank you, Venturians and Santa Marians and Santa Barbers, however you yeah. say that. I don't know. I have my suisms. But thank <laughs> you so much for joining in today with this show. And uh, I don't know about you, but it's just so touching to see people looking for opportunities to reach out, to touch someone, to uh, look for ways of bettering our world because our world can be a very tough place mm-hmm. and all of us uh, struggle at one time or another. So when we can take our tough lessons and we can turn them into uh, you know, an inspiration for somebody else, it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to be able to do that. I know some of us, we um, have we have secrets. We have things that have happened or things that we just don't want to expose. And I'm just here to tell you that as long as you hold on to those secrets, as long as you uh, don't, you're not going to be freed. You're not going to have the freedom to be able to do what God has created you to do. If you have unforgiveness in your heart, You need to let that go. And I know that's not easy sometimes. It's not easy to do that, but you're called to forgive others in the measure in which you forgive. You too shall be forgiven. So I suggest that if there is any of that going on with you right now, that you've got to let it go. You've got to forgive and forgive yourself. Sometimes we're holding on to that unforgiveness for something we have done. And I just want you to understand that God's grace is sufficient for you and for me. And there's just such a wonderful feeling to know that God loves us no matter what. And he's there for you right now. If you are feeling his tug, if you're feeling that heart-wrenching feeling that you just feel alone, he's there. All you have to do is reach up, ask him into your heart, and he's there for you. So I just want to tell you that because he's there you don't need to have an audience you can do it in the privacy of your own bedroom bathroom no matter where you are it doesn't really matter okay do you have anything to add on that on that note
2: i just think it's wonderful what you're doing and this opportunity to share um people are looking for opportunities to do good yes and we have three of them right here
1: four four i'm sorry four
2: four five, as guests six, five seven. yeah <laughs> Yeah. So I just want to say
4: thank you, too. I mean, you this, you know, the sentence that comes to my mind and the, the phrase is, you know, work is a gift. It is. And the narrative, you know, uh, for so many of us, I mean, I wasn't raised to really ever think that work is a gift. And we have so many different responses on it on, on, is work a gift. And and um, God intends us for work to be a gift. And regardless of where you're at, whether you're an entrepreneur or an employee. Um, so I just want to thank you for that.
1: Yes, it's a blessing. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Right, Anthony? Sometimes it's like, oh, my goodness. But, you know, to be able to use what we have and uh, use it for God's glory is a wonderful thing. So foster kids, that's what we're talking about is foster children and giving them, you know, hope, hope international, giving them hope, giving them a reason and giving them maybe a, a warm meal or a home or a reason you know, to step out and to realize the confidence level that they they can make it, they can do it, and they need the support of each one of us to be there beside them, helping them along. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it.
2: We're finding people that are so excited to be a part. just like you are as well. Once they hear about this invisible community that's mm-hmm. right around us, mm-hmm. they say, "I can't believe it. I want to be a part of it." And when they meet these young people, their hearts are warm as well. Um, some of them have difficult the trusting people oh. and so forth, that's understandable. Definitely. But with love, we're finding that those barriers are broken.
1: Teaching them to be good stewards with their money, yes. teaching them about rules and teaching them you know what they need to do. Those habits that we form every day is what creates our future.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes we have some bad habits we need to get rid of.
2: Create some new ones. Create <laughs> some new ones. ones.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, those things we do day in, day out is what can make us or break us.
2: So. And, and us being a faith-based faith Christian organization, uh, we plan to expose them to the love of God, and then they want to see what we're believing in, and then find out. They can begin to learn about the goodness of God and change the way they think, because the way they think, as you know, determines how we do our life.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: What's so wonderful about both these organizations and the the link, even though one's really local and one's international, is that they both really... Um, focus on financial literacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing when we talk about the subject of financial literacy. You know, I I know kids that are taking physics in college, but they can't balance a checkbook. <laughs> so, um, so I I just think um, Hope International and the Nehemiah Project, <clears throat> excuse me, does such a fantastic job of the emphasis of that because <clears throat> it's not just about jobs; it's about love, <clears throat> um, and and just all the practical steps. What it means to really have sustainability and independence in in someone's life.
3: And to be able to have hope for a future, you know, if I'm thinking about foster kids um, here in LA of being able to have hope one day I can own it. One day I can own a business. One day I can have a family and live a stable life. And that's the same thing we're looking for with our clients um, internationally Is you're living in, in such poverty of one day, will I ever get out of this situation? And how can I do that? And so to have somebody come in and say, I believe in you and i want to walk alongside you and that is something that every single person in this room today is doing is saying i believe (laughs) in you and your abilities and i want to invest in you as a person and so i just think that's such a beautiful thing of unity that we're all here to share about today so we're closing we're getting close to closing i think
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, so i want us to end with a final we have five minutes, according to
2: my producer and <laughs> in there.
1: All right, so we have five minutes, and so I want us to think and gather our thoughts on what is the final message you'd like to deliver today on the Suit Free
2: Show. Well, the Nehemiah Project, you're invested in your life and your time and your resources to help the, our future. You know, God is about legacy. He mm-hmm. says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And even though they may not be our biological children, they impact our future regarding mm-hmm. even our grandchildren and our children will be impacted by who's leading this nation and the business people making decisions. These young people will be part of those groups of people leading this nation. And we want to make sure that they have every opportunity to thrive, find God for themselves and get back and be a blessing.
3: Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah. And um, just with Hope International, um, like you said earlier, our our mission is to invest in the dreams of individuals and families and children around the world who are living in developing countries um, and give them a hope for tomorrow and say, I believe in you and I want to invest in you. And um, so we do that in really basic ways of providing um, capital. Um, in places that there is no access to capital, there's no access to a loan. And so we come in and we invest literally in the person. Um, we provide a safe place to save, to say some everything may be taken away in one day, but you have something put aside for tomorrow. You have something set aside um, that can help build your your future and put food on the table for your family. And um, then we come along and we say, we want to literally live out the gospel of Christ. Um, So we want to walk with you daily. We want to pray with you daily. um, And we want to provide a church and a home for you. A majority of our savings ministry is straight directly through the church. So our ministry around the world is not known as hope, but it's known as First Presbyterian of Burundi or um, Nazarene in um, Zambia. And um, I love getting to see the church come together as a literally a Catholic church, small C Catholic. of We are the church, um, not split by denominations, but as one body um, working together um, to bring reconciliation and flourishing to every single person on this earth.
4: You know, I, I want to say in Corinthians, we, you know, we hear the Bible verse faith, hope and love, and we spend a lot of time talking about faith and we ultimately, obviously we hear the words all the time. I love you, but we really don't talk about hope. So I want to just commend, you know, the Nehemiah project and um, Bishop Ed Smith and in and, and Haley Smith, uh, no relation, by the way, but they, they, yeah. they <laughs> want to become a Smith because what they're doing for their community. And um, I just, I just um, get involved. You know if you're a businessman um you know reach out to me and and there's so many different ways where you could get involved ultimately you know out of faith hope and love the greatest of these is love so ultimately what a fantastic you know way to think that you could be in business and you could be profitable but you're profitable with a purpose and ultimately you're really loving on others and it's such a win-win across the board and wow it's just a way to transition you know, and really have um, significance in your life.
1: So, if you're a businesswoman, since he only invited
2: <laughs> <her> goodness, <laughs> men. I'm sorry.
1: Hey, Anthony, I'll take the business women so the business women can come to me. All right? It's okay, Anthony. We do this all the time. You know? <laughs> so, I, when I introduced Anthony, I mentioned Convene, and I'm part of that organization. It's a wonderful organization. I'm just going to give them a shout out, too. That uh, if you want to be part of a business entrepreneurial program, it's a wonderful place because not only do you deal with the things that you deal with for business, but you do it from a godly perspective. You want to know what Jesus would do, and you look up Bible scriptures to find out, you know. it it might not say exactly the issue that you're facing but it does have the overall story and so that you know how to move forward and do it in a godly way we want to run our businesses with godly principles and it it takes some of the question the question marks when you're dealing with things day to day with people with incidents as you just when you have the godly principles it helps you make those decisions and feel a comfort and a a peace inside your spirit to know that you're doing things the way God would want you to do them. So we're closing and I'm so grateful that you guys are here with me and I feel so blessed and honored. And until next week, be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. Bye-bye.
0: It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home. Your home, ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects.